There was this one time. This is story time. Ooh. There was this one time I went out to a show with some of my friends. One of my friends was in the play, right? And uh, it was a group of us that went to watch her. Very avant-garde, weird play in L.A. at a random small 99-seat theater. I've, I know exactly the feeling. Yeah. Like one person just wore a fake TV on her head. God. And between scenes would go out and be the exposition as the TV. It Jesus was, Christ. Yeah, that was my friend, by the way. She was the one who did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but we get the, – the show ends in standard. You go out and you wait for the person to come out. And then you talk with them. And you're talking with people you know that are also their friends. But you don't really know each other super well. So, like, try to make good conversation. Yeah. And the this one dude – they were like, Justin, you'll be, you, you'd totally be friends with him. Uh, he loves all that nerdy shit. I'm like, you don't got to say it that way. Damn. First of all. Damn. But, okay. And they're like, he likes anime. Dope. So, I was talking to him and, and they, people tried to do the, you guys can talk. Oh, yeah. You know anime. Yep. And we looked at each other like, that's so hard to just jump into this <laughs> with that. And he goes, you watch Evangelion? Oh, and I was like, no. <laughs> like, well, to be fair, I hadn't watched it at that point. Okay, okay. But the thing that made me, uh, I immediately didn't like him. Yeah. Because he said, you watch Evangelion? And I said, no, because I legitimately hadn't at that point in my life. And he goes, then how are you an anime fan? And what I was like, it's over. It's, it's dude, over. Fuck this guy. Yeah, you ended yeah. that. And then uh, somebody said, oh, he, he, he did like martial arts for a little bit. Yeah. About the guy. And I was like, oh, really? Like, did you do karate? Did you do jiu-jitsu? Like, what, what kind of stuff did you do? And he says, I did karate for a couple months. Damn. And I was like, I did karate for four years. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and no one introduces me as the, the karate dude. Yeah. So uh, I just don't. Like, you must talk about it a lot. You're a few <laughs> months of karate. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. That's yeah. fun. What style of karate? <laughs> oh, no. And he dude. goes, just karate. Like, it's karate. I was like, oh, okay. You didn't get to that yet? Uh, yeah, because I, I, I was just sitting there thinking, like, I did Shotokan, so. Damn. I don't know. Okay. And he goes, we did a little weapons training in there. And once again, I'm sitting there like, oh, I did years of sword fighting also. <laughs> this is really weird. He's like, oh, I did Katana. Okay. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, like, what What was your favorite part of, I'm just trying my hardest to have a yeah. conversation. What was your favorite like, what, what did you like about Katana if you liked it? And he knew nothing. <laughs> and because Katana, there's like eight, there's a specific number of types of slashes you can do with Katana. It's a slashing weapon, not a, not a thrusting weapon. Uh-huh. But then uh, he was like, I get so tired of people who, I get so tired of people who, who, who say that you have to draw Katana a specific way. And I was like, you do <laughs> what you do yeah, those, like there's those hundreds of years of people of of uh people who have mastered this and and given the respect of the sword yeah no fuck all yeah. that it's ugh, i don't want to do that yeah he, he was like it's better to draw it with the blade down and like that's how you do draw a katana and i was like no no <laughs> but like okay and he goes no 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 like you're wrong you don't draw a katana with the spine down. You draw it with the blade down. And I was like, a tachi, you do. A tachi, 
you draw that way. It's a longer sword, and it's easier to draw that way and be able to attack. But a katana, you draw with the spine down. And we're on the street, bro. <laughs> you have met 20 minutes ago. Yeah. We're standing on the sidewalk of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he gets into a fucking athletic stance. <laughs> what? And he's like, you have to be an idiot. He's saying this to me. You have to be an idiot to think that that's how you draw it. Look, this is how swords are drawn, okay? See this? And I was like, your hand's wrong. Like, I'm just... <laughs> and he's trying to fight me about how to draw a katana. I was like, dude, I, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. All I can say is you're wrong. Yeah. And I can explain why you're wrong. And all you're telling me is no. But I, dude, I want, I wish I had a katana during that moment. Because I would have Hitin Mitsurugi styled <laughs> his head off, bro. <laughs> like, if we were still allowed to do that. <laughs> holy shit. Damn. Have you ever had something like that? Where somebody's just... This is how you do something, and you know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say because I've never been very confident in, in many skills. I don't think I, I ever took the time to kind of master anything like that. Oh, by no means am I a katana master. No, <laughs> no, no. But like, like at least like had the had the wherewithal to sit and 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 really focus on something. I I went into karate for a little bit, uh, and when I say a little bit. I mean the littlest of bits. The karate guy, Dave. Nah, he did karate. I remember I was in the. Th- uh, I went there because I went to the YMCA one uh, when I was younger, and then, oh no, this one was first. So we went to it. We did have like a like a little uh, like a dojo, I guess. Um, and it was over on the outskirts of town, and we went in there. And I remember we're signing up, and the and the lady was like, "Wow, like I I love your energy. I've never seen someone so excited." Because I was I was jittery. I was hyped. I was like, "Dude, this is gonna be awesome." And then I got into it, and I remember we had to miss one day. And the school's thing was like, no, if you uh, if you miss one day, you're not allowed to come back, and you do have to pay for the rest of your classes. My mom was like, but but I don't though. I'm not going to. If I'm not, if my son's not there, I'm not going to. Uh, and so she fought with that, but she did not pay. And uh, and so then they were like, you're not allowed to come back. So my mom was like, well, fuck all that. So we went to YMCA. <laughs> And then just did the karate at YMCA. But uh, I don't remember anything about it. I only remember that the teacher had vicious breath and a rotting tooth. And he really, really wanted to whisper everything he ever uh, taught you to your mouth. It was like he wanted to just like point it to... It's like he wanted to just put his lips on your nose and breathe into it. It was brutal. And I, I remember just wanting to get out of the class. It's part of the training. Dude, no, no, no <laughs> dude. Not, it was part of the training. He's trying to get you <laughs> mentally tough as right, much as Right before physically. every class, you just see him just biting on garlic. He's just like, there we go, get that in there. Oh, no, he's eating dog shit. Like he's, <laughs> <laughs> this man, he goes hard. He, He's a YMCA karate instructor, bro. I don't want to have to do this, but I do this for my students. Yeah. Oh, I Dude. did. Yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> he's finding the <laughs> meatiest dog out there. <laughs> bro, he's like, he's like, that's an overweight English bulldog. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly face into does. the ground. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I didn't learn much all. But uh, I'm trying to think of instances where I, I knew something and a kid was really just kind of trying to shut me down. I do know people like that, though, who who would who had that attitude. But I usually just kind of let them go and I would quietly just be like, hmm, it's incorrect. But whatever. Yeah. Unlike someone here who would have been like, hold on. 
That's incorrect. And I'm then, not that much and, of a dick. And, but then, and I, then the guy it gets well. No, th- then the guy gets into a battle stance in the middle of the street. Oh yeah, like if I try to help somebody out, yeah, I'm like, hey, that's not actually how that works. Um, but I know, and I can help you out, understanding it. Yeah. No, you're wrong. All right, now <laughs> I need you to look like a fucking idiot in front of everybody because yeah. you tried to. I gave you a chance, bro. Like I tried to be nice. <laughs> I tried to be nice. Yeah. But once you try to drag me through the dirt. Yeah. I'm pulling you deeper. Dude, I'm going to use you to get myself out of the quicksand. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, I uh, I, I do feel bad because I wanted to get into weapons training. I remember, like, when I went into the dojo, I saw, like, the weapons and stuff. And, of course, every I think every boy has a katana phase. I think we're all there. I don't know what it is, but it draws us in. We they're see mythical. that. They are, dude. They really, like, they go, they're above. I, I can honestly say I had not seen much samurai stuff I wasn't like watching The Last Samurai at like seven, but you bet your ass I knew what a katana was. And I was like, is that a katana? And it, like, there's no, I don't know swords, but I know that's the greatest sword. That's all I know in this world. That's all I got, dude. I think one of the, um, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, but I really dislike that. Yeah, dude, I, was like, I love katanas. Yeah. I love katanas, yeah. but the amount of people who are like, it's the best sword ever. A katana yeah. beats any sword. Just doesn't. It just, damn. It just doesn't. And swords are very specific to their job. Oh, okay. Like, what are you going to do if somebody with a Zweihander comes up the and you have a katana? A Zweihander? Yeah. Uh, the sword that uh, Wallace uses in Braveheart. The massive thing. Oh, okay. Just it's the Zweihander is like the gr- massive sword where there's even a little bit of. I a was handle gonna say, is blade. that the one that comes out with the two handles? Like yeah, it looks like it, it has two handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so big that you have to get extra leverage. Jesus. Like, what's a katana did? What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> You'll be faster than your opponent. Nope. <laughs> just no. I'm just saying, like, they're they're like tools, right? So they're for a bunch of different use cases. Yeah. And if I have an arming sword, I'm not fucking with the dude with a massive blade. Yeah. Because he has reach on me. Yeah. It, the, for all different styles. Mm-hmm. And there's times when a thrusting sword is going to beat a katana. There's times where a katana is going to beat something else. But everyone gives it this mythical status of, no, if somebody tries to attack me with a Zweihander, I will chop the blade off their sword with my katana. <laughs> yeah. Because the katana is just yeah. so superior. I'm like, the katana's a phenomenal weapon. Yeah. It's a beautiful, elegant weapon. Mm-hmm. But, it, man, it really gets my goat when people... I just have a hard time saying any sword is the end-all, be-all sword. Yeah, because it's situational. Yeah. And also, like, it also depends on, you know, it, it, why that guy chose it or who who's wielding the sword. Yes. Yeah, because, like, there's people that... I mean, we, we've seen it all, like, in, in animes, movies, shows, but it's also based off of people that would have done it, but that, like, would pick a random weapon at, that because they know not many people know how to defend against it and then use it as an offensive weapon. It'd be downright fucked. I'd be like, I, I only, I can crush anyone with a katana because I'm, I'm really good at killing people. Like, the only people I ever run into have katanas. And then one dude comes up with this tiny sword. I'd be like, what do I do with this? How do I, what are you doing? And then he just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kills me. I'm or do like, he well, just walks up with a spear? Spear beats sword. Sorry. Yeah, they, they go. Spear beats sword. And then and then during that time, guy has a gun. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, especially in the Meiji era when <laughs> yeah, people dude. had guns and swords. I, I will say I I that really is that really is something that um 
that really is something that got got me uh, confused, I guess, because I, I really did not uh, think that there was guns during that era. Uh, just think that those movies we watch with Clint Eastwood, yeah, or the time period that those people are are in the the wild west of America, yeah, same time period. Damn. Damn. There was there's like a fun meme that people have been spreading around. Phones, cowboys, and samurai all existed at the same time, so a cowboy could have called a samurai for backup. Gee, what the, what? Yeah. I mean, Samurai existed for an extended period of time, but there was an overlap. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Damn. So they, they all, that's all around the same time period. They all existed at the same time. Clint Eastwood's characters could have talked to Samurai. <gasps> Jesus Christ. And then we get seven samurai boys or something like that and it's got (laughs) cowboys and samurai all hanging out together that would be sick though yeah but i wanted to bring to the table today Roroni kenshin i guess that's where the our our brains were picking up the meiji era because it's about the meiji era it's after they outlawed weapons and you aren't supposed to walk around with a sword anymore something that Roroni as a as a wandering samurai still carries his sword it's reverse blade but still carries a sword and is accosted for it at times Mm. because of that Uh, this is one of my favorite shows of all time Um, I've been reading through the manga because I felt that it deserved it I I got a copy of the entire show the entire series from Amoeba for four dollars Jesus oh yeah Online, they were like 300 I think they didn't know what they had <laughs> out there. It was $3.99 when I found it. What the fuck? So I, I this show is near and dear to my heart. It's one of the first anime I ever watched growing up. Mm. I've watched it quite a few times since then. This is definitely during the Toonami era. I remember seeing commercials of it. This actually might be one of the first bits of samurai content I ever consumed. Really? Mm-hmm. How much of this show have you seen? Not my like. Uh, the biggest problem with uh, Toonami was I was unable to watch it consistently. So if they ever shoo, like showed it, um, like it, uh, in order, I would always miss some of the middle. So I would come in and see like they're talking. They're like, I can't believe this guy did this, and I'm like, I've no fucking. I don't. I'm not getting it. <laughs> Turn it. You off. just you one. You see them protecting the Kamiyakashin Dojo and then next you see a guy wrapped as a mummy with a flaming sword. Exa- His exactly. name's Shishio and you're just like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on, dude, that dude? Actually, So the only things I remember, the first episode, I remember the first episode pretty de- decently, I remember seeing it, and then uh, the next thing I remember was a dude with a Gatling gun. Oh. <laughs> I know that's okay. a very famous scene. Okay, dude, that's a <laughs> fucked up part of the show. Yeah. That is a rough time. Those are the only two moments. That's I one remember. of the saddest moments to me, and I'm biased. That's one of the saddest moments in anime ever. Oh yeah, I'm sure. With the Gatling gun. But we're gonna get into this episode of Roni Kenshin. I there's one of the reasons I wanted to to watch this is because there's a remake coming out in July. Um, and I'm excited for more people to be hopefully introduced to and excited about Roni Kenshin because I think it's a just a wonderful story. Uh, so we're going to get into it right now. That's Sanosuke. Tage, look at his... Oh, dude. You... I just... I know that Sanosuke would be a favorite. There's no... 
There's no doubt in my mind. You also. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare, dude. He's such a little bastard. <laughs> Man who fights for love. Keanu is a uh, Ronnie Kenshin fan. Confirmed. He is Kenshin. <laughs> we all know what bills feel like. Sometimes I just wish I could pass out and not worry about the bills. <laughs> pass out in the arms of a very handsome wanderer. She's dog shit at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> she just she doesn't like anybody that cooks. I was going to say, <laughs> like, so she hates everybody. But she just took a bite of rice. She's like, God damn, he cooks better than I do. Be- behind those eyes, he's like, the amount of people that I have killed. But thank you. Yes. I mean you no harm. What are you talking about? The guys are so pretty. <laughs> he's such a cute assassin. Damn. My man just ran in there. Oh, he thought she was going to end it all. He had see, to protect her. Genius move. He was like, I need to see her naked. He's like, suicide. That's not what he thought. <laughs> Damn. Damn, really went for the throat. Man. He was <laughs> trying to be really nice. What was a poor piece of shit like you ever know about anything? Like, you have to stay here for free and eat our food and make rice better than me. Burn in hell. Fuck you. <laughs> just like, pervert. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he just smiles and just takes it. He's just like, all right. She's like, I really dug into him. I, I probably didn't need to say all those things about him. <laughs> What's a poor broke piece of shit? <laughs> wow. My, my boy was like, you know anybody who has a hurt right thumb can only use their left? No. Okay. No, and you're broke. <laughs> Shut up, Pori. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Call someone Pori. Oh. This man takes more hand shots than Ethan from Resident Evil, bro. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. dude. that music. Bro, I love Ronan Kenshin so much. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like one of the, it's one of the best shows ever. Dude. Well, I, I just think it's one of the best. I love, I love this story. I love Kenshin, bro. So much about it. And it, it is told from the... A, a lot of times it's told from the perspective of Kaorin. Like, she is she yeah. is our viewpoint. In. I was going to say, I do. I, I remember actually being a little butthurt about it because I, I had very little patience. And I wanted to see more as a kid. I was like, dude, more killing. Like, not more killing, more fights. I wanted more fights. Bro, so you wanted the show to be against Kenshin Himura's <laughs> yeah. entire 100% stance. And so uh, whenever it was like Kaoru and just like a happy-go-lucky thing, and I'm like, it's not what I'm watching. God damn it. Get to the get to the uh, vicious th- like a killer is coming in. Kenshin has to stop him by swinging his sword uh, into the guy's balls. Like that's what I needed. Um, I, there is a nut shot. Tell in the me, show, there's I not. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I can only imagine. What's funny is I didn't. Uh, I actually I want to bring this up before I before before I forget this. Um, oh, I, I am <laughs> a war before I am a man. All right. All right, uh, so um, one of the things that I actually, th- that you said, because this show is such a huge influence for you, there's something that I saw, which I see in you now. Oh, really? Yeah. From the first episode? Yeah. Uh, something that really, uh, I think, Kenshin did that you you have a very good habit of doing is, right, uh, so um, what's uh, the, uh, her name? Kaoru. Kaoru, thank you. Uh, Kaoru is, is, is spewing her, her, her school's teachings everywhere she's like nope like this is, this is what a sword is for it's for protecting people it's for all that and 
uh, Kenshin didn't say anything about it. He was like, no, I'm just going to shut it down. But then at the very at the very end, when he was in the room full of people, he just casually walks in and goes, like, these are my viewpoints. He's like, a sword is meant for killing. A sword is meant for killing someone. It is made to kill. It is a weapon. Miss Kaoru does not believe that. And while I disagree with that, I much prefer her way of thinking. And I hope it comes true one day. In no way, shape, or form did he say that she's wrong for thinking that way. She's, and the way he kind of went about it, like, she's, she believes one thing. I believe another. But that is not going to affect at all how I treat her as a person. They, fundamentally, those are very opposing views, which you would think, especially nowadays, if you have opposing views with someone, you cannot be friends. And that's a big one. He li- He used to live by the sword. She lives for teaching this way of swordsmanship. And someone who believes something completely different lives in her house, and they're going to have a beautiful friendship. And that's such a... I, I just kind of saw it, and I was like, I love that he didn't... That he's just so casual. Like, she thinks this way. I don't. But it's nice the way she thinks, and I like it. So I'm going to sh- uh, slay you all and really attack that man's fingers. And... Uh, and we're going to go on living and being uh, regular people with different views. And the way I saw it was you have, a, you have a very good habit of if someone has different views than you, you just talk about them. Or or you, it's never been something where you will go, oh, you have different views than me? Yuck. I'm out. So Yeah, we're terrible. I, I <laughs> we're a terrible way of thinking, bro. So seeing, seeing Kenshin say that, I was kind of like, reminds me of Justin. So yeah. Didn't mean to call you out right there. No, I think that'd be cool. It's a very nice uh, thing to say, I think. Well, at least because I I like to think that I think that way. Mm-hmm. Or I like to I like to think that I present myself that way. Mm. So it's, it's cool to hear that people see me yeah, pick as up a on person that, yeah. who, who, who does that. Mm. I guess I never... Because I am an amalgamation of Damn. everything that... I looked up to as a kid. Yes. Right? Yeah. Kenshin's definitely someone I looked up to as a kid. Mm. Uh, and Cyrano and Heath Ledger and all these different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never thought about what I took from Kenshin. And I, cu- I couldn't tell you that that is something that I took from Kenshin. But it could be. Mm. Because it is a topic that comes up a fair bit in the show. Yeah. Um. But it'd be it'd be really cool if <laughs> if I could be like, like deep down. This is one of the things I got from Kenshin specifically. Yeah. Like that'd be really dope. <laughs> that'd be really dope. Because <laughs> sometimes I one very specific one is after I watched the first Harry Potter movie in theater, mm-hmm. I smiled like Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. like Harry. Like there I forced myself because I loved how he smiled. Yeah. So I was like, that's how I smile now. Yeah. I just took it. I just took that. Dude, hell yeah. So it'd be cool if I could point at... The re- reason I think that, Kenshin. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I uh, I had a moment, uh, uh, I think like a couple years ago. It might be, might be longer. I'm getting old. And... Uh, <laughs> okay. Young, okay, younger than me. <laughs> the uh, At one point I was playing uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse with a buddy. And... Uh, this isn't the first time it happened, but it was something. It was kind of it led to light. Uh, he beat something, and I thought we were stuck on it together. I thought we were both in the same bracket, and then I learned that he had crushed it and gone past me. So then I, I, 
I had resolved myself to be like, what? It's impossible for me. I'm not good enough to beat it. And then I learned that he beat it. So I was like, I will not be left left in the dust. I just won't be. Yeah. It did, like it didn't even occur to me that I was being very Vegeta esque, but in my head I was like, I will not be so far behind him. We were just together. And I crushed that level. It was just so we're all aware. Anybody who plays the game, it was uh it was when you have to play uh, Bardock versus all the uh all of the Saiyan soldiers. Not Saiyan soldiers, all of the Frieza soldiers, sorry. Oh, I really thought it was fa- that fight you have to do against Broly, and Broly no. has, like starts with all key and starts unbelievable. That one is hard, but he it was um, he he uh, he was standing next to Broly. That was another thing that I had to then get to. But it was the whole thing is that his character he took a picture of Broly and sent it, and it was okay. like, check it out, dude. Broly's actually tall as shit, and I was like, oh my god. And then I sat there and went, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> How do you? Oh, Broly only shows up if you beat the thing that we were. Wait a minute. And then he just sends a dot, 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 like, I'm sorry, I've surpassed. And it, this was my buddy Glenn, and he's he's a bastard, so he knew how to get me. He goes, I forgot to tell you I surpassed you. And I was like, oh, okay. I surpassed you, Vegetage. <laughs> you will not do this to me. And I, I spent, I think I spent like two hours just sitting there doing it again and again and again, and I crushed it. And then I came back, and I was like, I'm back. I'm, I'm at the level with you. And then I did it once again. Uh, in Bloodborne, that was another thing that really upset me. We both got to uh, the crow uh, at one point later on in the game. I don't want to spoil too much, but there is a crow section, uh, and it is a very, very hard fight. And I, I once again resolved myself to, I was like, I can't do it, there's no way. And so then, once again, same buddy, which looking back at it, Glenn's just an antagonist, uh, antagonizer. But he, uh, he, he, was like, oh, I, I beat that. He showed up in a little bit of the of the crow, uh, the crow clothing, and I was like, you, you Damn. son of a bitch. So I just sat there and went hard because you can't have someone with you. So I I just went into that fight for a long time because I was like, I won't be left behind. But I'm gonna tell you something. Oh no. About the crow and Bloodborne. Okay. I never had to fight. Them. Really? Like either of them. Her. Okay. I didn't fight her either. Okay. Yeah, I, I, say, I never had to fight her because I got to the end of her storyline. Yeah, I because th- the end of her storyline, the the guy who kills the crow comes in, or t- attempts to kill the crow. That's his whole thing. Is he he attacks her? I believe. I don't want to. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's a very specific place where you find her. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. So I do remember meeting at the chapel and then heading up in there, and she kind of tells you like, hey. There's about to be a shitstorm going in there. And you're like, it's not going to be that bad. And then he has that little gun, that two shots. You're like, okay, okay. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Dude, and that's it, some bullshit. It, uh, I don't know about you. <laughs> you just got to leave and dude, get better at the game and dude, then come back. It was the hardest. I remember like I came in, I went in there and you're, you're the whole game. You're taught like dodge. Like that's what you're good at. You got to be able to dodge. And you're like, all right. But then he has a gun that shoots you. It's meant to hit you after you dodge. That's the mechanic. And so you're sitting there like... I, I know one thing in this life and you've taken it from me. And then he's just sitting up there laughing, like come at me. And he, he is a, he is another great definition of get good. And you're like, there's one way to fight him. And it's my, it's the way I like to fight in the game. Oh, okay. I just stand right in front of him (laughs) and attack. I rally, I rally, I rally. Visceral rally, 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 rally. I never get far enough away from him to shoot at me. See, that's a good call. 
I uh, I ended up uh, I forget how, but I I was there are there are moments where he will stand still, and I I just built up. I think I like went back and redistributed all my points or whatever, and I just put a cannon on my arm, and the second he stood still, I just obliterated him. Damn. Yeah, that was my tactic. Was like just plan for a one shot. That's all I got. So when you were doing Bloodborne, that was your thing. Was I have to catch up? Yes. To my friend. Yeah. It was, uh, for a while, I thought we were on the same the same level, and I was like, we're having a good time. And then there's like this level of, I do not want to be left behind. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't got there yet, but that it's not necessarily, I have to catch up, but there are characters in this, in Ruin and Kenshin, mm-hmm. that are of a similar mindset. Okay. Not to try to catch up with Kenshin, but to try to catch up with um, people from their past and people that they've lost, and try to... Catch up with them in terms of being a good person. That's one of my favorite things about this show Mm -hmm. is how much it's about the people who are fighting. Yeah. Because there's great fighting in it, I believe. I love the fighting in this show. Yeah. Especially later on when you're meeting people and when they have to go up against Shishio and when they're doing all that stuff. There's great fighting in it, but all the fighting, all the ideas of the fighting are, are through the lens of the person and why they fight. Yeah. Everyone has a reason for their fighting. Everybody, it gives you a backstory of the person so you you understand why they've come to a point. Because fighting's not good. Like, we can all agree that fighting's not good. Yeah. And especially with a bunch of the, the movies and shows and stuff we watch today, it's spectacle and we love watching all this. We love watching superheroes beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so awesome. But f- you shouldn't. I think you should be able to. Hmm. I firmly believe you should be able to defend yourself and the people around you. You should have the capacity to fuck somebody up. (laughs) But you should not do it. I actually... uh, I'm glad you pointed that out because it's one thing that I I really feel like I was able to absorb in this anime when I watched it when I was younger was I love the element that Whenever I saw an episode, it would show like say like the bad guy of the of the of the arc of the time. I feel like they showed why he did what he did. There was always a motive because I think you know I I think I learned in 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 school uh, through storytelling as well that uh, a bad guy is not usually a bad guy in his eyes. No, they're the hero of their story. Exactly. So there is a reason. There's always a reason, and I love when you see like you. Uh, there's nothing better than, you know, you see the bad guy is just fucking crushing it. You're like, oh my God, this dude's a monster. And then he shows you his past and you're like, damn, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, and Shit. Even sometimes it's not and I get why he's a monster. Because you can get why they're a monster. But there's also an I get why they believe this helps themselves, their family, their closest people and humanity. Yeah. Yep. Even though we view it as a deplorable act, mm-hmm. there uh, it's it's the Thanos thing. Oh yeah, he wants to save everybody by getting rid of half. Mm-hmm. He wants to create like economic upswing across the universe simply by getting rid of half the people. Yes, arguably, he's thinking altruistically. <laughs> yeah, like logistically, that's a great. It's it would help out a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like people get. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna be, it's not like people get are in a bunch of pain when they turn into ash. But, <laughs> but that's one of the. I don't know. That's and I always come back to the idea that 
I love the characters and I love the story and spectacles cool, but spectacles just that it's, it's empty calories. Mm. Uh, and it's fun to watch just like it's really fun to suck down, uh, 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 one of those, what are they called? The, the ice cream cones that's dipped in chocolate and then it has nuts on it. Oh, uh, it's not called a turkey leg for some reason in my, <laughs> in my brain. It's, it's called something like drumstick that. drumstick. Yeah. Okay. Drumstick. It's fun to eat a drumstick. Mm-hmm. You, it, they're so good to eat a drumstick, yeah. but it's just full of empty calories and it's not good for you. No. To me, there, there's a similarity between that and spectacle in a, in a show mm. or in a movie. I can watch, you get to watch this awesome fight scene. You get to watch all these different lights going off and everything. But in the, at the end of the day, five minutes of that episode didn't teach you anything, didn't progress a story, uh, didn't get you to understand more about a character except for maybe their resolve to continue the fight. Hmm. But I've already learned that they have the resolve to continue a fight every episode that they fought for the last two seasons. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be. Sometimes it's just great to to have a little bit of popcorn during that part of the show because you've already learned and you've already grown and you've already found things out about the story. Yep. So it's completely fine. But there, I I just really love seeing it through the ideas and the standpoints of the people. Sanosuke, who I believe is gonna would be your favorite character in this show. Mm-hmm. There's he's a very interesting character when you meet him. And you're kind of wondering why he does the things that he does. It seems so counterintuitive as a human. <laughs> and then you learn about why he does it. And you you now see everything that he does through that lens. And it helps you understand why he chooses the way he fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, why he takes the hits that he takes. Because he's all about... He just survives. Yeah. You beat the hell out of him, and he just keeps surviving. That's like his power. If anybody has a power in this show, his power <laughs> is he can take. He has more stamina. He can take way more hits. Okay, but you understand that it's not just a superpower of his. It's something that was learned and something that he has in his own head. That sometimes he just needs to deal with the pain because of what he grew up in. Hmm, and. I just love, I love seeing fights through a character and not through spectacular fight sequences. Okay. It's cool for them to be spectacular, but I, I still want to know more about the character. I want to know why they do what they do Yeah, in the fights. Yeah. And that's, that's what Veroni Kenshin encapsulates for me. Yeah. Is it's still about the story. Yeah, I mean, I mean, still, I would even say during that first episode, they gave a bit. I mean, the guy, kudos to the to the bad guy. I forget his name, but like the guy that was wannabe, uh, wannabe, uh, uh, Potosai. He, uh, he had he was in a training school, a a not training school, a uh, martial arts school. He was in the Kamiyakashin Dojo. Yep, and he decided <laughs> he was like. He was like, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to use this weapon for violence. I don't, that's what I'm going to do. God damn, dad comes in, stunts on him, busts the man's thumb in one move, and is like, you'll never hold a sword again. That dude, you can say what you want. Dude spent 11 years trying to make sure that he's good with his left hand. I couldn't, like, pour a cup of coffee with my left hand. But he was like, fuck, I'm not, that old man is not going to stop me. I'm going to learn how to do it. Granted, he wasn't a great swordsman, but... Like I said, dude, I mean, doing anything with your left oh, hand, just well, crushing it. He was really good. Uh, in the beginning, when you saw the people he was fighting, they were the they were the swordsman police. Yeah, right? They, He's obviously a decent 
Like he's pretty, he's decent. Yeah, those yeah. those people were conscripted in the Meiji era as you used to be good swordsmen. Yeah, and we need people to to police the streets. Mm. So those people out, they are actual swordsmen. He was he was good. Okay, he, he See, spent a there long we go. time yeah. being good. Then he he like his resolve. He really stayed to it. But I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't. He would still. First of all, he's still going up against the mountain that is. Kenshin himself but I mean that the first character the first like road uh, uh, speed bump that Kenshin faces in this story is already had that much depth to him and they just KO him moving on we're just gonna we're gonna move right on from this and and keep on keeping on and that what a there's nothing but up from here so that's already pretty uh, like a solid little a perfect little hors d'oeuvre before the delicious meal that is Kenshin. Yeah. Yeah. The fun thing is, we've talked about it a little bit in the past. Uh, I think we talked about it th- this past week, actually, on Ooh. one of the episodes. Uh, I was very excited about the show and how... The, oh, oh, it was it was uh, Kuma 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 Bear. <laughs> okay. How... <laughs> so, uh, it, it was about how they they showed how strong... The main character was, but they also kept the how scary the world can still be and how powerful it can be. They they kept all that together, which seems counterintuitive to this, where Kenshin walks in, takes out uh, seventeen guys, and then one hit KOs the big bad. Yep. But it's a it's such a different type of story mm. because Kenshin's not. It's not about whether or not he can overcome the bad guy in front of him. We're not seeing that the world is so dangerous that we have to worry for Kenshin. It's the way the world is uh, coming back in the Meiji era goes against Kenshin's newfound values. Mm. It's not about whether or not he can beat it physically, because he can. It's about whether or not he's going to fall back into the old ways before the revolution. Yes. It's about trying to continue this this world into a peaceful place. Yeah. So especially right now, we we just get shown he's fucking unstoppable. <laughs> right? Yeah. What if he went back? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. He's unstoppable. We need to keep him soft. Yes. Until yeah. he has to stop somebody. <laughs> you know yeah which also i mean it goes back to the um which i think is a great place to start from what i also think that one punch man did a great job of doing this too is setting up in the in the beginning of a show the power of your main character right at the beginning i think i think it's a really fun opportunity for writers one punch man was a bit different but still the same i would say similar concepts was this extremely powerful hero now watch us try to get to that level. Like I'm we're going to keep putting opponents in front of them. They you're every time you're like maybe maybe this is the one. Can can the main character get out of this? And then they do and you're like god damn, main character is so cool. And what's super interesting about that show is the conflict is never the fighting. And they build something up and he one punches it. It's one punch. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's that's so fun and it's not the conflict. The conflict is his inner turmoil. Of being yeah. bored. Yeah. Uh, of needing something in his life. Mm-hmm. 
And then the other characters conflict, and then they always get like an entire episode given to them of their rise and fall, and and the and the and how long it took. Like the Beetle dude, when he was like, "I am perfect. I am a specimen. I'm designed." It was a whole episode. Verse. It was like, "Oh my god, he's perfection. He's amazing. He's everything the world has ever come to." At the very end. Whoppa. Just a juicy, just a juicy punch. Yeah. Gotta live up to the name. Yeah. One Punch Man. You yeah. wouldn't expect it to have a full season, let alone two and three coming up. But <laughs> and three. they did a good job. They did a good job with the storytelling because they 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 give you that. What I was talking about earlier, they give you those empty calories with mm. something cool. They do. Because it's fun to watch. Yep. But they but they also for for the first 22 minutes of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> they gave you. They gave you a story, and they gave you things to learn, and they gave you uh, characters with their own resolutions. Yeah. I think I'm going to get into the Johto's a little bit here. Oh, let's do it. So, I talked about it a little bit ago, how this is one of my favorite shows of all time, and I wanted to watch it. I wanted to get into it because the the remake is coming, and I believe it's July. And with something like this, because it is older, I think it came out in the mid to early, the early to mid 90s. Is when this anime came out. Okay. And I understand my biases toward it because it's one of my favorites of all time. I've watched it many times. Um, though I get excited that new people will be brought into a story, especially one that I love, with a remake and a new version of the show coming out. I just wonder how necessary it is when I think that this version is still amazing in its own right, you know? Yeah, okay. Uh, It'll be so great for people to watch the new one and get excited and be able to talk with people about Ronin Kenshin because I I, I never get to talk about Ronin Kenshin, (laughs) even with anime fans. Yeah. Uh, in depth, you you people are like, oh, you watch the new My Hero Academia? Sure, yeah, I can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, have you watched the new Roni Kenshin? Oh no, like, or not even new. Have you watched Roni Kenshin at all? Oh, like I've seen an episode. <laughs> like, okay, so like I can never talk. I can never in depth talk about Aushi. Like nobody knows Aushi. He's my favorite character in the show. I don't. I'm sorry. Um, I just sometimes I wonder how how necessary it is because I, 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 you don't see them bring back some of like the pillars from the past. There's all these different anime that, oh, if you, if you like anime, you should definitely check these out. This came out in fucking 87. This came out, <laughs> this came Fruits out in, Basket. yeah, this came out in 94. They redid Fruits Basket. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but like Cowboy Bebop, they're not yep. redoing Cowboy Bebop except for the, garbage uh, Netflix live action. Damn, remake. damn. My but boy slipped in garbage. Did you see it? No. Garbage. <laughs> damn it. Uh, well, Ghost in like, the Shell. You, they've redone Ghost in the Shell yeah, quite dude. a few times. Oh. Um, there's there's a lot of new Ghost <laughs> in the Shells. Apparently, dude. But, but like Cowboy Bebop, you're not telling people yeah. to remake Cowboy Bebop. You're telling people Cowboy Bebop is one of the greatest uh, things you can watch. Also one of the first dubs that was actually phenomenal mm-hmm. that, that they really worked on making sure the dub was good. You don't say to make a new one. You say, go back and watch this amazing show. Yeah. 
I and think to me, Roroni Kenshin is amazing. I, I see my biases. Yeah. And I see where newer people might not be super fans of this show with the still plates in the background and the type of music that they choose. Yeah. But I just think it's so endearing and such a specific part of the show and the story that I would really like people to watch this version. Yeah. I was going to say, well, so there's there's a couple of opinions about remakes. I think there's also... Uh, I I have found as I've grown older and seeing things I love get remade, get redone, get you know remastered, what have you. I think there's still a gray area where a lot of fans can still be like, "But this, it's fine. Why are you doing it again?" Like I remember, I remember when uh, Drag when Kai was announced, Dragon Ball Kai. Was it Z Kai or was Kai? It was Dragon Ball Z Kai. Okay. Oh, no, it was Dragon Ball Kai, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? Without the Z. But I remember them uh, hearing, uh, it's like, oh, we're cutting the fat of a lot of stuff. And I, I at first I was like, oh, that's that's a good concept. I wouldn't mind cutting some of the, oh, ooh, oh, ooh, stuffs. Uh, but then I watched it and I was like, I actually don't, I don't care for this. I like the a lot of what Z was. And uh, going back, I was like, then I started to have this opinion of like, well, with it, then just watch Z. Z is fine. Looks great. Don't remake it. What are you doing? And I, I started getting like kind of pissed. And so then I was like, but is that my bias towards the original content? Do I not want anyone? Because I mean, I've actually seen a lot of people say Kai was has a phenomenal like color palette. I think they liked the voice like voice acting more. I was like, damn, really? And so I just I feel like there are things that in that gray area for sure. I feel, there's been games. I'm trying to think of games that like they've been remade, and then I I go to check them, and I'm like, oh, damn, really? Like, did you did it need to be remade? But then I keep thinking, is that me being a fan of the original and not wanting to see the new one? And then I've actually there's been times where I have been pleasantly surprised with remakes. I think the uh, the the redoing of Halo Two when they remade that one. I still, I will firmly take the stance. Halo Two Remake is one of the most beautiful Halo games that have ever, ever been created. It is, it's like a fucking movie. That's gorgeous. And so, I remember going in there being like, oh, Halo Two is fine. It's not that you didn't need to remake it. It looks fine. And then I played it, and I was like, God, it's fucking gorgeous. All right, you know what? I'll let you have this one. This is really nice. I think. There's going to be a little bit of difference. So Halo 2 Remake, you can still switch back and forth between yes. the original. Yep. So it's still completely based on the same game. You're right. Um, Kai, I've, I have some, some big problems with Kai. Okay. Because I think they... There's many times where they just fucked up beats for people. Vegeta gets shit on in Kai many times. Oh, um, okay. They take out entire like monologues that he has mm. and just have him say three words instead. Yes. And people say, well, that's because they're cutting down on time. No, I watch them side by side. It's the same amount of time. They just don't have him speak. <laughs> um, so there's, there's times when Kai, especially later on, really m- makes me a bit angry mm. about what they do because yeah. they take out things that are necessary, I think. Uh, one thing, since I'm reading through the manga of Rona Kenshin, there's specifics that they shortened or changed to make it easier for the show or to make a f- more fun story that's easier to comprehend for the show. Okay. In the in the manga, this whole beginning bit with this dude running around, I am Batosai. Yeah. I use Gamiya Kashin. 
He does do that, but he's an idiot oaf whose brother is in charge of him. Uh, okay. <laughs> His brother wants to own the land that the Kamiya Kashin Dojo is on. So he's trying to give it a bad name so that he can get rid of it. Mm. Right. And his brother is actually staying kind of like that old man. His brother has infiltrated inside and befriended them from the inside. There is no thumb problem. <laughs> oh, oh okay. like there is no thumb problem. Okay. There's none of that. Uh, and that's the way that they introduce that storyline. Oh, uh, okay. So one thing that I think a remake can be interesting for is the things they changed to, to make the anime more manageable, especially in fucking the mid nineties. Mm hmm. They can, if they do the exact same anime, I'm going to be confused. Yeah. But if they use the manga and they, they redo story elements in their own way, mm -hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And that's actually the exact, I think that's almost the exact uh, opinion a lot of people had with uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. That was the thing that they did in Full Metal. They changed a bunch of stuff to help the anime kind of progress in its own way. And a lot of people, manga readers, manga readers, were kind of pissed. They were like, there's a bunch of story elements you kind of glossed over because you thought you needed to get to certain points that you wanted in the anime. And so they remade Brotherhood, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is step for step the manga. And I've actually seen people are like, it's better than the show, uh, the first show. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of people say Brotherhood is better. Yeah. I So maybe you're right. Maybe going back to the original what the manga had might actually bring a lot of people on board because they, they like what the manga had to offer. I don't think many people are still <laughs> I don't think many people are still knocking about that were like, <laughs> like nah, manga's better. Cause it, it's interesting because I like both of the storylines. Mm. A lot. Yeah. I, I really love the thumb problem. I really love him being a left handed fighter. Yep. And Kenshin picking up on that because that tells you so much about Kenshin too. He goes for a swing and 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 a day pretty much pretty much eight hours later, Kenshin just says, "Hey, do you know anybody from your dojo that may have had a messed up hand, right hand? Yeah. And now they use a left. That tells you so much about his character. They changed a, a, a piece of the story to take out a whole another character that's too difficult to introduce in a first episode that you need to bring people in. Mm -hmm. And with that change, they told you so much about who Kenshin is and how quick he is and how well he understands fighting. Yeah, that is with one. That sentence. did blow my mind. Like I, I didn't see him. I didn't see the thumb at all when I first introduced this dude. And suddenly, eight hours later, Kenshin just drops the thing. Kind of turns a little more serious. Hey, did you notice this this thing that no one would have noticed if they're being swung at by a sword? And it's like, no, I, I didn't. And you're like, you obviously did. Jesus yeah. Christ, what the hell are you? Yeah. Yeah. So things like that. Like, that's awesome. I love that yeah. for the for the anime. Yeah. And from the manga, I love what they do in the manga. Mm -hmm. And it'd be cool if they, if they reinvigorate the story a little bit. Um, but I still think there's necessary things where you can't, you can't just, you can actually, you can just remake the manga exactly on the show. But my problem with stuff like that is, Art is made for its its media type. Mm -hmm. A manga is made to be a manga. Things have to change, I believe. Things will have to change at least a little bit to put it into a moving animation show. Yes. Uh, I get a little bit annoyed when like the manga superiority comes out. I read the manga. Oh, yeah. And they did these things wrong. Yeah. Sure. 
hundred percent stuff like that happens. Yeah. Like stuff like that. The, there can be times when somebody messes up a story because messes up story elements because they switched it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to take a step back and understand that when you read a book, it's very different from watching a movie. I, I was at, <laughs> I was at the a screener for it. The original, well, not the original it, the, the first it movie when they, when they redid it. Oh yeah. Yes. I was at it to give feedback before the movie came out Mm -hmm. and we're sitting in the theater and this, I look over and this dude's holding his book of it. Okay. And I was like, God, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right. I wanted to seek the positive, right? He just really likes it. And then the people were coming up and down the aisles when the movie was ending and they grabbed me and they said, are you okay to stay back and, and, talk to us about what you thought about different parts of the movie I said yep they chose him too so there's like 20 of us and they're asking us questions about the movie about the story about the characters about all this stuff and this guy has something to say about everything well the book did this the book said this actually this character didn't get enough characterization because the book did this he just kept putting his hand up and saying that jesus and at one point they looked at me because I was saying things every once in a while. Uh, they, they went around there like, every single person, would, what would you give this on a rating A to F? And <laughs> it was A, 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 A. I said, uh, C, maybe. <laughs> a, A. <laughs> so every once in a while, they'd pop back to me. Yeah. And the dude who gave it an A, but was like, this is wrong, this is wrong, book did this, book did this. They popped, they, they came to me, I think, because I gave it a C. I was like, the, this thing and the pacing here, I had a little bit of a rough time with, but I understand why you were going for that. The dude cut me off All right. while I was talking. Okay. And I said, hey, bro, movie's not going to be just like the fucking book you brought in. All right. It's never going to be that way because of this, 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 and this. You might love that book, but a movie's not going to be the same way. And it was the big wigs of fucking Universal Bruh. that made the movie. Like the director's there, the producers are there. The director just started smiling. Dude. And the producers are, okay. And then, Holy shit. I was just so mad. Yeah. I, I don't, it, it, it gets under my skin when people are like, the manga, better. Yeah. Okay, sure. Then fuck off the anime then. <laughs> then fuck off. If it's so much better, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, yeah. I, that's fine. I, I like the anime and the manga and they're different in their own ways because it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I, I agree. I One of the biggest things, I I do enjoy manga. I recently was wa- reading a manga, and I, uh, I just kind of remembered how much I do. I love sitting down reading at my own pace, and I still manga. I also adore uh, the drawn look of manga. I think I love black and white uh, pictures. And so I love manga. But uh, I remember watching Naruto for a very long time up into Shippuden, and I was unable to keep up, because for a while... A lot of you youngsters don't remember this, but uh, Disney bought Naruto. It didn't do well because they censored a bunch of it, and then it flopped. So they were like, "Mm, we're done now. And so a lot of people were like, so are we going to get more Naruto? And a lot of they didn't know. No one knew. So I was like, I'm not going to not consume more Naruto. So I just started reading the manga. I was like, all right, here we go. I can get this legally for free on a uh, a website. And I I would read it every Wednesday. And I was getting super excited. But then I watched the a bit more of the show, played the games, but mainly watched the show, and I was like, oh, they did this this way. That's fucking cool to see it animated. 
Like, uh, one of the coolest things was um, when Naruto, at one point in the war, uh, he realizes that he's the only, him and, like, the big the big boys are able to kind of keep up with Madara right now. And everyone's getting shit on. So he's like, you know what would be dope? If everybody had foxtail uh, energy. You know what? I'll do that. So he just clones himself and gives everyone fox energy. This man was made of key. And so, uh, sorry, chakra. And so he he goes around and does that. And in the manga, there was really cool panels of him running by, high-fiving everybody. And every time he high-fived someone, they were just covered in foxtailed energy. And it was such a cool shot. So then seeing the anime, uh, I didn't even think about it, but they had they came up with fun ways of him like running around, sliding, fucking high-fiving people, slapping the backs, giving them all things. And I was like, oh, there's a much bigger thing of, to show the gravity and the amount of people in this war. It's not like two or three. This is a fucking war. And so he had to go through so many people. It was a nice, cool shot. And I, it didn't even occur to me And reading the manga. And then watching the anime, at no point was I like, manga's better. It just, it didn't, I didn't want to compete them. I think they're really cool. I got to enjoy the fucking story twice. And it was really cool. So... I yeah I agree. I've never been a huge fan of people. The manga's better. Why? Yeah, why you gotta? Why can't you enjoy the same thing? Sometimes it's true. <laughs> Damn. Like, so, <laughs> no 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 no. I'm just like some. Sometimes somebody makes a bad anime. Oh okay. Like sometimes right. it's not funded. It's shit. Like, oh okay. It's, that's it's garbage. Okay. Like there's there's horrible movie books too. Yeah. Or, or book movies. Yeah. And somebody makes somebody makes a shit movie. Yeah. That's based on a book you like. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. But when somebody nitpicks so hard. They're just like, well, the line they said on page 312 <laughs> yeah, of the book was this, and you said you changed two words. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Fuck off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's like, like I said, I'm excited for, because I'm, ex- I'm personally excited to watch the remake of Veronica Kenshin. Yeah. Because I love this show and I love these characters. And I'm personally excited to be able to talk about Roni Kenshin with people. Yeah. And I really hope it's good so that I don't have to hear people talking about how bad Roni Kenshin is. Because I'll flip my fucking gasket. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Shit, it better be good. Yeah, I'll lose my mind. No. But uh, I always want new people involved. And I always want to be able to talk about things I love with new people. Yeah, and if that's what the remake does, I'm so for it, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I'm still so attached to the original, and though the new one's coming out, and it's it, I hope it's awesome, and I'm I I, I give, I I want to think of it as going to be just such an amazing experience to watch it. Mm-hmm. I also I really want people to watch this version because <laughs> it's so endearing and there's so there's like little things and the way that they handle sounds and the way that they handle the characters yeah and and even the voice acting though it's like campy early anime I I really I really think it's it helps sell the story uh, I would say it I helps mean, sell the happiness if it's possible to check to see if anybody who worked on this project is working on this uh the new one that would be cool to see if any of like the heart kind of came through 
like any of the music that'd be happy how dope would that be is if you you checked and like maybe one of the producers is like i did work on or we worked with the person one of the producers on this show and we're bringing a lot of the original sounds back like feeling wise that'd be cool if the anime starts up and it has the same like sound wise like the feeling of the music because this this music's very unique it's it very, almost it's very Japanese, but it also had a hint of cowboy. I don't know how they did it, but Ken, like when Kenshin was walking away, I swear to tits, I was like, "Is he in a saloon? Is he about to just be like, sorry, ma'am, I can't help you here.' Bah! Like kick open the saloon doors and I'm out into the desert. You'll never see me again. I saved the world, and so I was like, it felt a little cowboyish. But then I guess yeah, samurai are, and cowboys are just such badass dudes. Pit, like just Samurai and Cowboys are just the same thing on different parts of the yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely. To me. And so it 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 felt cowboyish, but still with this Japanese, very pretty, and it's going to sound weird, almost jazzy tone to it, too. I don't know, it was a lot of vibes in it. It was, I feel, I feel like if you listen to the sounds of this anime, you're going to end up being a chef or a person who wants to be a chef, and they're like sitting there trying to name things because it sounds like so many things. They're like, is this... Does it have like an oaky taste? Oh yeah, the different all all on the palate. Yeah, yeah, and you're like you're just naming things. You don't even know. But this like the music That's is what so you're everywhere. Doing. Yeah, it's I've so seen... cowboy and jazzy and Japanese, and it's so <laughs> yeah, and to hit a, bit, a little bit of K-pop. No, but um... okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be fun if if any of the uh, any of the OG people are coming back. Like I know uh, the Budokai is coming out, and I believe they said that um, uh, musically, I believe they are bringing back some of the original music or the people that worked on the original Budokais. Those, so those people are that game came out much closer to us than this. I know, <laughs> I know. That's uh, why I was so thinking age wise. It's I was gonna like, be a little bit. Maybe people are gonna be different. pretty old. Uh, but I think I'm gonna get into the Tejas topics. Get in there, bro. All right. So this one's gonna. All right. Damn. Jordan Peterson once said, "A harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control." And I think uh, Kenshin is a wonderful example of what Jordan Peterson was trying to say. Even as a child, I clung to Kenshin. I believe, I believe that, uh, I believe for that reason. I love that he had the power to protect the ones he loved uh, or the ones that he felt needed defending. I see that people using the concept of Kenshin in their OCs too. How often do we hear so strong that he could, you know, X, Y, Z, he could uh, blow up the sun with a wink of an eye, but he's also so gentle that he would never hurt a fly. I didn't mean to rhyme. Uh, And uh, it's definitely a code I live by as a dangerous man. All right. All right. I don't need the the sigh Um, or the But the, uh, yeah, just the, when I started watching this one, it reminded me so much of how I feel like I've seen that constantly, that, that feeling of there's something so pretty and almost artistic to know, like, like you touched on it earlier, to know that that's in there, that, that, that violence or that, or that terrifying man. And the show is almost entirely like, will he bring him back out? Will he bring that bit back out? But also, there's the really fun concept of now you get to see, like, he's fucking adorable. Like, when he is not in Batosai mode, Kenshin is also adorable, sweetheart, and just the cutest. He's like, just a little wanderer I am. He's like, this sword can't hurt anybody. What are, what are you doing? 
And then he just you know comes on and like made you some food. The little girls are like, he's the fucking coolest. And like, yeah, it's, they, it's he's letting them like pull his mouth around. Yeah, and, and he's like, these aren't your little sisters. They aren't, are they? He's, it's the sweetest. You're like, oh my god, this guy is the nicest. And it almost makes me feel like, is it? Does he feel nicer because we we know what this man is capable of? And like, especially from like, if you hadn't seen the show, you'll probably have seen the commercials. You know, like I remember the the tsunami one was like, uh, Batosai, the demons, I mean, the the slayer of man uh, is just Kanchin is trying to live a normal life, and it just shows like snippets of the awesome badassery, and then cut to him now. You're like, dude, you put you what do you what? And so it's it adds this layer to it that now I feel like. It, it, it's like you want it. You want to see the villain push him. You want to see something push to bring that out, but you also don't. I feel like there's also a level of like I just want him to live a happy life. Just, just forever with these with these girls defending him. You know, not having to defend them, but his presence alone keeps every pre- like a monster and predator at bay, and they just live a happy little life in this dojo, and it flourishes, and everyone's happy. But you know that's not how it's gonna go. But it's it's also part of why he's a wanderer. Oh, that's true. He doesn't want people to fall back into the era before. He wants the world to live up to the Meiji era that they set down for them. It was supposed to be a time of peace. It was supposed to not have these dictatorial authoritarian rulers. It was supposed to have uh, people being able to live their lives in happiness. Yeah. And once they signed over to the Meiji era a bunch of the same people stayed in power and were using government and everything in their own way. Mm. Um, so he saw what it was like. He helped tr- the transition. And then he saw that though things changed on a surface level, there's still people doing these awful things in the guise of being good. Yes. So he wanders to protect mm. the people who are being taken advantage of. So he's letting himself be pushed. Every time. Okay. He's walking around being pushed. Damn. Okay. All right, Kenshin. Yeah, everything he does is for peace. Hmm. Even if that means he has to not be peaceful. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is kind of the point that you were getting on before. Of there, you... I uh, completely agree. And I'm on the side of... I need to be able to protect the people around me. I need to be able to stop horrible things from happening. Mm-hmm. I have to. It's part of it's part of who what I feel I've signed on being a dude and a human. Mm. I need to be able to, on a dime, stop uh, a horrible thing while friends are around me. Because I don't want them to have to get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. It's, no. it's when we were talking about martial arts earlier at, where I learned if they found out you got in a fight, you were out Yeah, because you were trained. Mm-hmm. If they found out somebody was harming people and you stopped it, you were fine mm-hmm. to an extent. But if you used your fists against somebody as just, just in a fight at school, a fight in the park or something like that, it's like, no, you're trained. You get out. We will not train you more to become a bully. We will not train you uh, to be able to harm people. Yeah. We're training you to be able to defend yourself and have a strong mind. Mm. We're training you to be able to defend those you love. And it's all about your mind. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, 
I believe I have to be able to protect. I don't, it's not that I'm trying to ever use it. Mm. I don't want to ever use arms against people. I don't ever want to use weapons against people, but I, I carry my pocket knife around with me. And then if I'm going to, to areas that I believe are dangerous, then I, I carry my defensive knife with me. Mm -hmm. Um, not because I'm trying to use it. Yeah. But because I know what the world is. Yeah, naturally. And I know that I obviously want to defuse any situation I can. Mm-hmm. But there are bad people out there. And like fucking hell, if my <laughs> friends get hurt by one of those bad people yeah. while I'm standing next to them. So I think being like Kenshin, having the, you know he has the ability to stop anything. Pretty much. Yeah. Being the guy he is outside of that, to me, just shows how strong he is. Mm. The person who has the mode of defense, of being able to go on the attack, I guess. It's not even defense necessarily. It's I could, I could, I could go off right now. <laughs> yeah. I have the propensity to end you. Mm-hmm. And I don't use it. That shows how good of a person you are mm. to me. Yeah. If you could fuck anybody up and you just don't. That's like that's like being the smartest person on earth and never pushing it on somebody. Yeah. And you're with a group of friends. If you just don't sit there and use like if you people who pepper all those words at you, they're like this and this and this. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you're a shit person. <laughs> if you have a, a high level of vocabulary and the people around you you know don't read all the time and they're not just studying the dictionary like you then your vocabulary is good enough not to be a dick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think it's very similar to fighting or using weapons or something like that. It, it What's funny is as you were explaining that, I was trying to think of uh, like other examples of that. And I think a really good example of it uh, is, at least in my memory banks, is uh, uh, Jackie Chan. That for me, that concept of him, like we know that man is capable of some serious danger. But if I was to think of Jackie Chan, I think of like the friendliest, kindest little dude who just like, I don't know, just wants to live his life. Just mm-hmm. doing Jackie Chan stuff. And 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 then like when when things are pushed against him or when 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 someone tries to take advantage of him, you just see this ass whooping dealt out. And you're like, God, did, did he just beat a man with his own hat? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then he kind of goes, and then the best part, he's doing it. He's, I'm so, I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're like, you're not. You just, you just decimated that man with a shoelace. But he is sorry. Yeah, but I he's sorry that crazy. he had to inflict it. He's like, I'm sorry you had to feel like the, I saw. I just saw recently an example of. Um, I think there was like a training show when Jackie Chan did that. I never saw it, but this girl, you know, and she had to hold an egg in her hand and then break three center blocks. This man walked over and showed like. Here you go. This is how you do it. And then held an egg in his hand and then yeah, three center blocks. Walked over to the other contestants. Yeah, did theirs. Yeah, did theirs. And then opened his hand. Egg was untouched. You're like, "My god. This man Jesus Christ. In real life, this man's a monster." And so, it makes me wonder if that's why I uh, I know Akira Toriyama was one of the biggest things Goku um consisted of was the the eating and cons- he was like I, I he that was after Jackie Chan. Uh, in I forget the name of the movie, uh, but uh, he was just slamming down food and stuff. And he said, Goku 
was partly based on him. And so I can't help but like wonder if if he displaying that if anybody felt that as well when making other characters because I there's no way you and I because I agree with you that um, uh, having the ability for violence and not using it is an even more powerful display. And I there are many characters we've seen in anime, story, movies uh, that do that, and. So um, I wonder how many people or, or real life examples people take and are like, I'm going to instill that, of course, times 10 because uh, it's anime or, or it's, it's, a, it's a story, is a fictional story. Um, and it, it increase it, but at the baseline is someone who did that in real life and displayed that and someone that was such an inspiration used that for their stories. So yeah. So many... Uh, military friends of mine. People who went overseas. Mm-hmm. And their families that went overseas. That's, I think about that all the time. Somebody recently, I got really angry. Somebody recently told me, no one who's ever taken somebody's life is a happy person. Damn. And I was like, I know a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do. And you can think that way if you want to. That's completely fine. But I know people who went to war. I know yeah. people who... Had, they they signed themselves up. They did that. That was what they believed their calling was. And they did things. Uh, and they're still some of the happiest people I know outside of it. And they deal with problems because of it. Mm-hmm. But if you try to tell me that my personal friends, people that I know personally, are not happy people, I'm going to tell you you're ignorant. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just because you might not know those people doesn't mean those people don't exist. Mm. Same with many types of people. But I was like, they <laughs> they still have the propensity for happiness, uh, for peace, for all of that. And you're not going to put that on somebody mm. and just say they cannot be happy. Because I will prove you wrong. Yeah. So many times over. Yeah. Uh, some of the best people I know have been through some of the worst situations. Yeah. Um in that kind of stuff. I actually, I, I agree. I said, I recently was at a family event where other family members were there and, um, uh, you know, I was kind of meeting people and stuff and I, I met this wonderful, wonderful gentleman and I'd known him a little bit, but I kind of got to know him more and we were just, we shared a beer and then they told me he was a soldier and he went through some serious things and I'm like, you'd never know the man puts that at least in front of all of us. That's he's a, he's a very big smile. And they were like, yep. Went through some dark stuff, and I—I I mean, I'd like to say that he's a happy dude. He's living a happy life, uh, but at least from what he said, he felt like a bit of a rock for sure. For a lot of people, it was kind of a sad time, and it was very nice to see him um, displaying a very, a very um, posed or poised. Poised works. Yeah, a very poised uh, display, and it, it, he was—he was very, a uh, very kind soul. Yeah. 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 I mean, people talk about it. They're like, oh, you went through so much as a child with like your parents doing this stuff. You must be strong because of it. But then sometimes those same people will be like, no, soldiers, they're just fucked up. Yeah. It's like, how could you can't have both? You can't, you can't tell somebody who went through a bunch of trauma as a child that they're strong because of it and then say that this other person, because you might not agree with stuff that they did, mm-hmm. isn't strong through trauma too. Come off it. Come, <laughs> Come off, off it, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, that is that is Kenshin. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's a fictional character, but 
Kenshin holds and harbors all these things that he's seen and that he's been a part of and that he has actually inflicted with his own hands. Mm. And because of those things that he did as a character, because of those things that he saw firsthand as a person, he has changed. I, I don't even know necessarily changed his mind on stuff. He knows firsthand the horrors and he knows that he has to be there to make the world a better place because he was part of those horrors in the past. How can people who don't know horror stop it? How can people who don't know the problems stop the problems? And Kenshin is stepping up as the guy. He's seen the, uh, the worst parts of the world he grew up in. So he's the person who can stop them because he knows it. Ash and Ash vs. Evil Dead. Who else is going to stop the Deadites, you know? He's like, he's seen them. He knows them intrinsically. Yeah. Somebody else will have to go through the horror to then be able to stop it. Hmm. So we can't, we can't be <laughs> shitting on these people, you know? <laughs> uh, I think that's going to bring us to an end on this one. I'm so excited for, for Roni Kenshin coming back. One of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, and if I you hope- haven't seen it, for, do yourself a favor. Go it's watch so the OG. Good. It's so good. I hope you I hope you dig Kenshin in like the first episode and stuff. Yeah. Because it just it means so much to me, this show. But uh as usual, guys, we hope you all have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.